Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so very thankful for all those people that are always working and doing their best for the good of the church, for the good of people around them. We're doing their best to be a blessing in this world and who are helping also those that are helping to take care of this broadcast, be it here in Holland, the Netherlands, with the recording and the editing, or be it in the different nations where this is broadcast. I'm so thankful for all that are doing the best for our Lord Jesus. And, you know, we want to do something in this world. Benson Idahosa, great man of God from Nigeria, he always told me, John, we need to live in such a way that when we leave, this world is better because our being here than if we would not have been here. In other words, that we don't raise more issues and problems in this world, but that we become the ones that solve those issues and problems and that we are a blessing for our generation and time and even generations to come. Well, we preach a gospel that we are not saved by our works. And I believe that is a very important core of the message that we believe in and the message that we preach. And of course, in all walks of life, be it religious or non-religious, you will find that people believe in doing something good will bring something good in their life. Some call it karma. If you do something good, you get something good. If you do something bad, you get something bad. And so in other words, they're believing in some kind of a works that through works, they can have favor, favor from maybe some higher power or that they will have favor from their fellow mankind, but something good will come to them. And other people in other religions, oh, they are even being taught by threatenings. Well, if you don't do this, God will punish you. If you do this, you can get favor with God and blessings will come. And so I can understand that the system of this world, how it works to motivate, be it through promises of blessings or be it through threatenings, that people believe by doing something, they will get something. And of course, we believe in these things in in this way that what you sow, you will reap, the Bible says, and there are other scriptures there. But the core of the gospel is not in any way that we are saved by works. We are not saved because we did something that brought favor, that brought God's favor to us. No, it's not because of our doing, because of our works, because of our choices, but it's because of Christ, his choice to come down and give himself in our place, on our behalf, on the cross. It is God's love plan. When he saw that we were lost, Adam and Eve, and all the descendants from Adam and Eve were lost in sin and iniquity, and there is nothing that mankind can do. I wanna stress that there is nothing that mankind can do, be it in good works, be it in religious rituals, be it in some other kind of sacrifice or thing to the gods, whatever God you might serve or whatever God you believe in, be it a statue 
or some spirit. Oh, there is nothing you can do to be saved, to be redeemed, but it's only because Christ, what he has done, hallelujah, that we are saved. Now, preaching this gospel that we are not saved in any way by our works, but it's all because of grace, God's grace, God's love to us, puts us in a position that some people think, well, what does it matter what I do? Is it necessary for me to do something good? Is it necessary for me, you know, as I cannot win my salvation with it, as I cannot get the favor of God in that way, that, that I could get his blessing because of my good work, because all is grace and comes from grace and love, then what's the use of it all? Well, to those people, I would like to speak today out of this scripture in Titus chapter two, verse 14. It says, Jesus who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people. And then listen to this last part, who is zealous of good works. You know, this is a strange contradiction for us in one way. You know, I, I believe in the law of God. The law of God is important to me because it has pointed me and helped me to understand that I need him and it has directed me to him, Jesus Christ, who gave me life. So it's not through the law or the good works that are done in the law because when it comes down to it, we always fall short, we always come short and miss the glory, miss the goodness of God. But, but you know, the law is important for me because it showed me that I need a savior. It directed me to the savior and the savior Jesus, he came into my life and I am born again, hallelujah. I'm a new creation, hallelujah. All things have become new. He gave me a new heart. Oh, he gave me a brand new spirit. I was dead in sin. Yes, I was alive in body, but in spirit, I was dead on my way to hell for eternity, but he resurrected me. He gave me life, eternal life, hallelujah. And that is all because of his goodness and his grace. But that new man in me, that new man that is created in the image of Christ, that is perfect in Christ, that new man, oh, God loves to flow through that new man and do works, good works, great works. Well, there are many things that we would call a good work, be it a good work between men. You know what man does for another man. And, and it's, it's so good that there are those who dedicate their life to do good for others. I mean, there are those that leave everything behind and they go to some nation to dig wells or they go to some nation to help in doctoring or in medicines or something and, and to do well to those that are hurting in those nations. And I have respect for those. I'm so thankful for those who serve in the army to protect our nation. I mean, they, they put their life on the line to protect our nation. I'm thankful for them. But you know, all these things are good works 
and that are done for other men. But the Bible also speaks about good works. Zealous, it says, of good works. And then I ask myself the question, what is a good work according to scripture, according to the Bible, that we're not just talking about good works between men and that we help each other, which also many times comes from the Christian eh, influence, but I know there are others who don't believe in God at all, and, and they, they are good people in that way, that they do good for other people. They have a heart of compassion for others, so I'm thankful for that. But now I want to go to good works as we find it in Scripture, something that we can say that God can call a good work. Well, for it to be a good work, according to Scripture, if we interpret Scripture rightly, it must be a work that is commanded of God. Oh, so many people do things. They do all kinds of things, but not the things that God told them to do. And this, for some, is a little bit strange. I mean, the Pharisee in the Bible, he was standing there, you know, the story in Luke chapter 18, and he said, and he said it with a voice, he said, I'm glad that I'm not like all those other people around me, all those that are sinners, you know, I'm glad I'm not like them, oh, because I fast twice a day, and I give my tithes of those things, and so on, so he was boasting upon the works, the works that in one way we would think, well, those are scriptural. It's scriptural to fast. It's scriptural to give your tithes. But yet those works were not the works of God, I believe. They were not commanded in that specific way to do. You know that Jesus talks about another group of people that will come to him. Oh, and they will say, Lord, in your name, we cast out devils. In your name, we healed the sick, but the Lord will say, depart from me, you workers of unrighteousness. Now, I don't understand that, you could say, because delivering people in the name of Jesus from demonic activity, that, that sounds like a, like a Bible thing to me. Healing the sick in the name of Jesus, that sounds like a Bible work to me, that sounds like a good work to me. But Jesus calls them workers of iniquity, workers of unrighteousness. Oh, my dear friend, we do things and we can do things because, well, there can be many reasons to do something, casting out devils and all that. But the question is, did God command us to do it? Now, I don't want you to abuse this scripture, this sermon, and when the pastor asks you to do something in church, that you go to him and say, well, first I need to know, did God command me to do this? <laughs> I know there are always people who would take a sermon like this and abuse it, but then you're missing the very message that I'm bringing to you today. But the question is, what did God command you to do? You can do all kinds of things, but good things, according to your mind, good things in the eyes of other people, things that you get compliments for, things that you can be rewarded for in this world. But the question is, 
Did God command you to do those things? Were you obedient to him? You cannot be obedient to him if he did not ask you to do it because then you're just doing it, but it's not out of obedience. Another thing that is very important if we want to do good works according to scripture, it is it needs to be done with the right motive. Oh, I tell you, there are all kinds of things we can do in church, out of church, that can look so wonderful. You know, we can preach, but even in our preaching, preaching the great gospel of Jesus, there can be a wrong motivation. Maybe we're preaching for our honor. Maybe we're just preaching because we want to have our church filled. Not the kingdom of God, but our church filled. Maybe we're preaching because we want to get some kind of reward or compliment or recognition. And sometimes I tell you, those motives, oh, they are difficult to define. You cannot always see it in other people and you cannot even always see it in your own heart that there are wrongful motives at play, that there is some selfishness there, that there is pride there. But when those things are there, pride, selfishness, and all these other things that I've been speaking about, then the glory will not go to God and God does not share his glory with nobody so that work that we are doing will not be considered a good work according to what I'm talking about today, a higher dimension of good works. Well, another thing here, if you want to know, is that work that I'm doing a good work? It must be done out of faith. The Bible is very clear that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So if you're working and doing stuff, good things, but there's no faith in it, no faith infused in it, no faith as the thing that is carrying it, motivating it, bringing it to succession, then it's not a good work. It cannot be a good work according to scripture for God because a good work, scriptural good work, will be a work done by faith. Well, not just faith. Another important point here. A work can never be a good work in heaven if it's not a work that has been sprinkled upon by the blood of Jesus. I mean, we are not perfect. And how can we who are not perfect do a work that is perfect? It's just like a poisonous tree. It cannot give fruit that is healthy and that is pure and that is holy because the tree itself is infected. The tree itself is spoiled. So how can it bring forth a perfect fruit? How can a bitter well, the Bible says, bring out sweet water? It's not possible. So it's not possible to bring a good work, but praise be to God that he who accepted me in Christ me who is not perfect, but in Christ and in Christ's perfection, I have been made perfect. He also accepts the works from our hands and he makes them perfect if it has been sprinkled upon by the blood of Jesus. Well, where do good works come from? They don't come from our own nature. They don't come from our heart, but they come from the new nature and a new heart. So if you want to do good works according to biblical standard, you must be born again. You must be changed. You must have that new nature, that new character. It's not adding the nature of Christ. It's not just imitating Christ, 
but it's being incarnated by Christ. That makes all the difference. Oh, my dear friend, I hope you're understanding this. And I hope those that are going to church maybe their whole life long, but they never have been changed by a true born-again experience. I pray that you will be born again, even maybe after many years going to church, that you will have that true born-again experience. And out of that new nature, out of that new heart, God flows with good works. Hallelujah. And it's not just that one born-again experience that is essential in your life. But it's that daily influence of Christ. Why is that important? Because we are not a tree. We are branches. The Bible says in John 15 so beautifully, we are branches that have been engrafted into the vine. And it's his life sap that is flowing from him, through us, from him, the stem, to the branches, and that is producing the fruit through us. Oh, if you start to understand these things, that will change things in your life. Oh, maybe you are doing your best to imitate Christ. Maybe you're doing your best to bring him good fruits. Maybe you're doing your best to do what is pleasing to God, but you're doing it for Christ. Yes, it's good to do your best, but there's a difference if Christ is doing it through you or if you are doing it in Christ. Oh, let him do it through you. Let his life sap flow through you and it will bring fruit, much fruit. Maybe you say, well, fruit is not important for me, John. I don't need evidence. Well, that's not biblical because the Bible says that a good tree will bring forth good fruit and the fruit is evidence. Oh, my dear friend, God wants to do good works through you. Oh, so you need to be born again to have that new nature. You need to have that daily influence. You need to be one with Christ. Your unity with Christ will bring forth the good fruit. And that good fruit is important because it is a testimony that you have received grace. And it is a preacher of the gospel. Yes, good fruits are preachers of the gospel. Good works are preachers of the gospel because God himself did a great work. He created this world and the Bible says, and he saw that it was good. And the Bible says all these good works of God that we see in nature, they give testimony that God is alive, that there is a God, that he is alive, that he made all things and that he wants to bless us. All they are preachers of the gospel, good works through us. People will see, oh, through those good works that God has changed us, that he is real and that he is alive today as they will be blessed by those good works. And those good works, they are like ornaments that we have received. Oh, it's good to have those ornaments. Oh, those things that symbolize and that show us and show others the great works of our heavenly father. So my dear friends, oh, today I wanna tell you, you cannot be saved by your own works, but God wants to do good works through you and he wants us to be zealous for good works. Yes, that we want to have him do those works through us. We want him to use our body and we are willing to give ourselves to him that he may work through us. Lord, 
I pray for those that are listening right now. If they have never been born again, then right now as they open their heart for you, Come and flow into their life. Lord, bring a change in Jesus' name. Wash them of their sins, of their iniquity. Lord, save them right now because of what you have finished and accomplished for them upon the cross. You were dead for us, but Lord, you came out of that grave. You are alive and we are alive with you, Lord. You have written our name in the book of life. But I pray for those Lord, that we will not just do good works because we are moved with compassion out of our feelings or emotions, but Lord, because we are a new creation, a new creature, that you will flow through us and produce those heavenly works for us as a testimony, as a blessing for this world. And Lord, to your glory and honor and praise. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 